DJ PK and Blake Anderson joining us, Utah State football coach, coming off the win over Hawaii. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Coach, you weren't down by 10 or 14. There's no dramatic come from by. You were up by 30, and you won by 20. And then I listened to the post game, and like you were pretty cranky. You felt like you, they let, you let them off the hook. Was that you being a coach? Did you have to, or did you, did you have to say that kind of stuff? Or when you watch the films, you think, yeah, we were better than I thought. No, I was I was a little cranky. Um, <laughs> you know, I just when you get a, we gave up a 10 point run. We gave up a 15 point run. We made a couple of really silly mistakes late. Uh, you know, that's one of those games you just want to go ahead and put away. And we let those guys back to a 13-point game. And it, it, with a lot of time on the clock, I'm like, wait a minute, we're not doing this again, are we? But um, we made a few plays down the stretch, a couple kind of unique plays. You don't normally run a onside kickback for a touchdown. So that was uh, that was one we didn't expect. But uh, it, it was a good win. We came out and played early, played, played well early, which is something we've struggled to do most of the year, uh, to get up 17 to nothing. But – but then we did let him go. We let him go on a ten point run. Got a little, I think, a little. We relaxed a little bit. That was frustrating, and made another run at him in the third quarter. And and then again, we we make some mistakes and let him back in. Just want to see us play a, a complete game where we kind of avoid those lapses. And and so that was where the frustration came. Couple personal fouls um, of guys just kind of acting outside of character. Little things that get you beat against a really, really good football team. Fortunately, we were a little bit better than them, and especially Saturday. Uh, you know, never felt like that um, that it got away from us, just some signs of things I don't want to see, you know, that could hurt us in the future. With the energy that a new coaching staff was going to provide, combined with the amount of new players that you were bringing in, I didn't buy that it was going to be bottoming out with only two or three wins and you're going to be pathetic. I know some folks might have thought that. But at the same time, I didn't know that you would be vying for a division title and maybe beyond that we'll see how this goes i had you at the five or six win total possibility of getting bowl eligible and now you're already obviously bowl eligible what does that mean for the program your first year for these kids that are here now but also the message it sends to prospective players oh that's huge i mean that's that's you're trying to build a brand and and exceed expectations every year raise them uh so that 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 you know we want to be in the mix. Uh, we didn't really talk about how many wins or bowl eligibility or anything. We haven't really up to this point. Uh, we just talked about trying to be the best team. This team was you know capable of being, and and I, I don't really understand the league. I don't really know the league. We're learning one week at a time what what each team looks like, and it's extremely competitive. I think if you look across the board in the league, a lot of people beating each other up on a weekly basis. A team win one, you know, wins one week. Next week, they can't get it done, and so we're very fortunate that we're in the position we're in with as tough a schedule that we've had early. And you got to give the guys credit, both the guys that have been here, that went through one and five, that went through a, an ugly transition, and also the guys that chose us, you know, in the trans, trans uh, portal, portal and and decided to come be a part of a team that had gone one and five. So uh, there's a lot of people that have made this you know possible and. We're not done. We're still focusing on being, you know, one degree better daily, trying to take one and zero mentality each week. But excited that we have, you know, really some some really cool things ahead of us if we can just keep improving. Well, coach, as someone who's uh, followed the league since San Diego State came in more than forty years ago, 
I thought you could get four, five, or six wins. I had no idea you'd be battling for eight, nine, or ten wins, and that's clearly where this is going. But it does seem like the risk is that the guys mess up a game because they get fat and happy. And I wonder how much you're staying on top of them. Like, this is great, but at some point when people are winning more than they expect to win, I've seen teams in multiple sports, pro and college, uh, it's too easy, and they just let one slip through their fingers. It should never happen. So how much do you have to stay on the team about that? Well, that's that's the message every day. We'll meet today, and that's what the message will be today. I'll obviously pat them on the back for some good things they did, but but there's going to be a lot of today's meeting that's going to be the, the things we did poorly. We've, uh, we've been very, very critical all year long. I think um, – we're very quick to praise them for a great effort and attitude, and we're also just as quick to hold them accountable and be very hard on them for mistakes. I mean, making the play you're supposed to make, I mean, you shouldn't get patted on the back for that. I mean, that you should get patted on the back for, for unbelievable effort and energy, which is what we, we thrive on, because we're not more talented than the people that we're playing. I mean, everybody looks as good or better than us, so we got to out-athlete them in, in space and out-effort uh, them in space, and and so we praise that, but then we are very hard and, and hold each other very, you know, highly accountable for mistakes. And, and in this game, we had several. We created two turnovers that were self-inflicted. We had some personal fouls that were after the play because of bad poor choices. We had some busted coverages that let them back in the game uh, when, when really it should have been put away. So those are the things we're going to spend our time on because you're right. It could very easily be a deal where we, we overlook an opponent this week particularly. That's not a conference game against New Mexico State, but, but clearly it doesn't affect conference play and they're not having a great year and it's a rough, uh, a tough road trip. And we've got to be, we got to be super focused on being the best team we can be and, and not looking at the record, looking at the standings or patting ourselves on the back. It's a good way to get beat. Offensive line went, uh, what, eight sacks to one. I don't know how much of the level of the competition matters in there in determining the number of sacks, but evaluate their play against Hawaii. Well, we we ran the ball fairly well. You know, the numbers were not gaudy, but but effective, and, and that helped. We we were strategic too. Now you got to give Colorado State credit; those dudes can rush the passer. I think we've seen that every week. There's a reason they're ranked as high as they are defensively, and we got exposed. Now I thought we were a little bit smarter. This week, uh, with, with just the game plan itself, we, we did change the launch point a little bit. We did try to slow them down a little bit. But the ability to run the ball and stay ahead of the chains helped dramatically. And we're starting to get a couple guys back that have been out uh, to injuries. And hopefully over this week we can maybe get, grab another guy or two. The, the, the biggest issues we have right now are depth and, and, and health on the O-line. That has been a problem for several weeks. And it, it got exposed a couple weeks ago. We did a much better job. Saturday. Hawaii is good. They're not as powerful. They're quick and have speed, but we did manage it better in this particular game than we have in the last couple. You know, we understand you're new to football on this side of the country, so you don't know a lot of these teams. It's unusual. Hawaii's played New Mexico State twice. You just played Hawaii. How much does that help educate you for this game coming up? Well, I think it'll help. I think it'll help a little bit. Now, I've, I've played New Mexico State a ton, to be honest with you, yeah. in my career. Uh, several leagues that we crossed over and played and haven't spent time at New Mexico and know their head coach, Doug Martin, really well. I think he does a great job with, with Les. I don't think he has given a ton of resources, and it's tough to recruit there, but he always is 
right in the fight. They always find a way to score points. I think seeing them against Hawaii has got to help us just in terms of the, what this guy looks like, how he runs physically, what, he, what, you know, what the matchups are going to be like. And, and off, offensively, their system is at least spread out enough that you get an idea of, of how New Mexico State might want to play us. So it does benefit us some to, to have a couple games to look at uh, against them. As you said earlier this year, I think before the season, you and I, with our Jonesboro background, since we've been to the mall there, we are family. Uh, so I followed uh, Jones, uh, Arkansas State a little bit. Uh, don't know on uh, game times, though, as if you play a lot of day games. And on this side of the country, you tend to play a night game. I'm just wondering for you as a head coach, you play a day game in a beautiful setting, you win. How relaxing is it on Saturday evening then without all that stress? You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, I was walking through the hallway at 4.45 in the afternoon, and um, Coach Zuck, our linebackers coach, was sitting in his office. says, you know what's, what's even better than winning a game on Saturday? He said, what? I said, winning one and being done at 4.30 in the afternoon where I can go watch other people stress out all evening. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's uh, only thing better than that is winning one about 11 a.m. But it was, <laughs> hey, we had great weather, uh, super good crowd as usual, and and to get away, I thought this was a key win. I, I really did. We've battled hard to get this point. We just didn't know exactly what we were up against. There's a little bit of an unknown as to what we would see from them, how they would travel. I had a lot of respect for them out in space, so I, I, there was a lot of stress going into this particular game of the unknowns. We responded well. We won, and to be done about four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon, and be able to you know flip channels and enjoy family—that's that's a great feeling. So, did you watch San Diego State Fresno State? That was an awfully big game I, in the other division. I, I did watch it. I did watch it, and uh, you know that's two really good football teams going at each other. Uh, I, I wasn't sure how that was going to finish up, but uh, you know I, I I knew both were really talented. I was kind of surprised at how it finished out, just with how how well San Diego State's been playing defense all season. But uh, that side of the league is is beating each other up on a weekly basis as well. And still a lot of big, pivotal games to be played in the next three weeks. Going forward, what's your running back situation? Well, we've been by committee, and Calvin Tyler was out this particular week with a broken bone in his hand. He will be back. He probably could have played on Saturday. It would have been probably pretty risky to put him out, although – he was ready and dressed, and, and luckily I just thought the other guys came in and did a good job. And, and you're seeing several different guys play. Uh, Noah is, has run the ball really, really well, played physical. I mean, the very first run of the game kind of set the tempo. We handed off power, and, and he broke two tackles and popped an explosive. And I think it just kind of gave everybody a spark, like, all right, here we go. Um, you know, John Gentry's coming in giving some, some reps. Lockheed's doing the same thing. We, we'll, get, we'll get Calvin back, and, and I do think we miss him in the sense he's a veteran guy with, uh, with a skill set that really he can do everything we need to. He gives us a little bit of a burst. He's probably the, the fastest of the group, and we've seen that a couple times this year. Uh, but it, it is still going to be a little bit by committee, I think, as we move forward because each one kind of brings something different to the table. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This late in the season, what do you think about going out of conference? It's not that, you know, for me, I haven't done it very often. So I think it comes at a good time uh, to some degree, you know, just kind of take the pressure off of, of 
you know, that winner go home mentality that conference play comes with because we just we are obviously in, in the lead in the standings, but there's no wiggle room. We don't we can't afford to give one up, and, and so it takes a little pressure off there. Um, but it's to me, I mean, it's 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 a pride game. It, it kind of tells you who your team is. Um, you, can you go on the road? It's not a beautiful, you know, it's not going to be a packed house, beautiful trip. It's a little bit of tough to get there. You, you typically go through El Paso and, and and have to drive over. It's not a it's not a packed house environment, similar to what we felt at Vegas. So it's a little unique to be playing a game this late in the season that doesn't impact your conference play. And so it's a chance to find out kind of how mature we are. Well, you don't have any wiggle room in conference right now, but you will if Fresno State at home beats Boise State. Yeah, we we uh, we may be pulling for Fresno this week, to be honest with you. So, not sure that'll add any points to the board. That should be a great game. Should be a great game. We're we're in good position with uh, the tiebreakers uh, with the rest of the guys in the league. Obviously, Boise uh, they're going to play they're going to play lights out to try to maintain their their chance as well. And all we got to do is just take care of us. I mean, that's to me. We just need to focus on getting better. Still made enough mistakes to lose the game. We improve this week and, and see if we can just one week at a time be a little bit better football team. Well, Coach, thanks for a few minutes. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you again next week. Good luck in Las Cruces. Thanks, guys. Take care. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, joining us here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Another afternoon game, right? There'll be another chance to travel back at a reasonable hour. Enjoy yeah, not as fun as at home, though. No, at home you got more free time. You're going to have to drive the 45 minutes or an hour to the El Paso airport and then, then fly back. Especially after all the close games and all the intensity. It's a nice to have a breather and go home and have a burrito, whatever you're doing, and put your feet up. More burrito than taco, huh? That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ and PK brought to you in part by Lee's Heating and Air. Lee's Heating and Air, home to the award-winning line of American Standard Furnaces and Air Conditioners. Call Lee's now for their $59 furnace tune-up special or visit them online at leesheatac.com. Your feedback coming up next.